That's my little recorder. So we hear today the words of uh, the prophet Ezekiel to those in the proverbial pasture. Our scripture reading this morning is full of sheep and green pastures and um, shepherds. And how nice, I thought. I like shepherd. I like shepherd stories. Um, lovely metaphor, to be sure, this morning. Uh, but before your eyes blur with the cozy images of a shepherd with, you know, like cradling the little sheep, kind of, we always had one in our Sunday school um, room growing up in church. Eh, we have to back up a little bit in this passage in Ezekiel um, and consider the beginning of chapter 34, which kind of sets it up for where we end up in our scripture reading for today. So early at the beginning of chapter 34, verses 2 through th- 6, this is what the Sovereign Lord says first, before you hear what Peter read so lovely. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, Woe to the shepherds of Israel who only take care of themselves. Should not shepherds take care of the flock? You have not strengthened the weak or healed the sick or bound up the injured. You have not brought back the strays or searched for the lost. My sheep, my sheep, wandered over all the mountains and on every high hill. They were scattered over the whole earth, and no one searched for them or looked for them. Woe. Woe to the shepherds of Israel. The leaders of Israel have neglected their care of God's people. We learn in the beginning of Ezekiel chapter 34. I was like, gulp when I read it. Because last year I shared with you my story about God calling, my sense of God calling me to be a shepherd. <laughs> and so then I read that this week and I was like, oh, okay, oh, right. Well, I think that's, <laughs> that's the word of warning for people in my calling. That's me. Okay. Um, and I was in this, you know, but it also made me think about and wonder about, I was in this vocational excellence class here a couple weeks ago through the covenant. And one of the things was that we discussed was character, because one of the questions that the covenant asks those who are feeling called to pastoral ministry in the covenant is they ask, they're asked about their character. And the specific question that they consider is, is this candidate a whole and healthy person who can be entrusted with the care of vulnerable persons as a minister of Jesus Christ? Can this person be entrusted with the care of vulnerable persons. And here in Ezekiel 34, I thought, you know, God is calling to account these shepherds of Israel, those who have been entrusted with the care of these vulnerable sheep. And they have not been doing what they were were supposed to be doing. What we hear in our scripture reading is the prophet Ezekiel crying out a message of judgment from the Lord. Not judgment or punishment out of cruelty or unreasonableness, pettiness or vindictiveness. God judges because they, the leaders, have hurt the vulnerable sheep. They have failed in their duty. And this is absolutely not acceptable. That's what God says. So, but what does God do in response? This is, listen for what God says as I read Um, verses 11 through 16 again. And kind of imagine it, if you can, in your mind's eye. God says this, 
I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. As a shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so I will look after my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places where they were scattered on the day of clouds and darkness. I will bring them out from the nations and gather them, gather them from the countries, and I will bring them into their own land. I will pasture them on the mountains of Israel, in the ravines, and in all the settlements in the land. I will tend them in good pasture, and the mountain heights of Israel will be their grazing land. There they will lie down in good grazing land, and there they will feed in a rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I myself, I myself will tend my sheep and have them lie down, declares the sovereign Lord. I will search for the lost and bring back the strays. I will bind up the injured and I will strengthen the weak, but the sleek and the strong I will destroy. I will shepherd the flock with justice. God takes stock of his sheep and the damage that has been done by the negligent shepherds. He discerns what is needed and God takes action here in Ezekiel 34. Carolyn Sharp from Uh, She's a commentary writer and um, biblical scholar, and she says what ensues is a rescue operation as God seeks out the sheep from all the countries to which they have been scattered. Now, I was home in rural Minnesota for Thanksgiving this last week at my parents' farm, and I was surprised all over again about how dark it gets (laughs) in, in the country. It gets really dark, and the stars are beautiful, but it is like so dark. And so I was, I was thinking about Ezekiel 34 and I wondered about the shepherd searching for his sheep on like really dark nights. And I imagined lots of walking. I imagined, and the text talks a lot about mountains, so that wouldn't be an easy hike. Um, I imagine lots of calling out so that these little sheep could hear the shepherd's voice, you know, and recognize the voice. I read this story about some um, shepherds in, like, Syria or somewhere. And this woman shepherdess, she lost one of her sheep. And sometimes the sheep get roped in with some other, um, other flocks of neighbors, but she just couldn't find this She couldn't find the sheep, and so she would ask her neighbors, and like a week went by, another week went by, two months go by, and then another shepherd brings along his flock, and she again asks, and as she's speaking, this little sheep pops its head up because it recognized her voice, and it was her sheep, and she ran over to it, and like, ah, this is my little sheep. (laughs) I was like, oh my word, that the sheep would recognize, really just recognize the voice, and so I was imagining you know, the shepherd on these dark nights, like calling out, knowing that his sheep will recognize his voice. Can you sense the shepherd's care for his sheep? He seeks and he finds and he guides his dear sheep to rich pasture. That is what he does. When I first read this passage, I was struck by how many times God says, I will. It's a lot. I didn't count them all, but it's a lot. And I made a list of all the I wills along with the verb that accompanies them. That makes sense. Because I wanted to see, like, what what is God doing? What's the the action that he he does? 
um, in verses 11 through 16 and 20 through 24. So here's what I've got. I made a little list, and um, I wanted to share it with you because I just thought it was so interesting. This is what God does. He says, I will search. I will look after them. I will rescue. I will bring them out. I will gather them. I will bring them into their own land. I will pasture them. I will tend them. I will tend my sheep. I will have them lie down. I will search. I will bring back. I will bind up. I will strengthen. I will destroy. I will shepherd. I will judge. I will save. I will judge. I will place over them one shepherd. And I will be, I will be their God. If we're ever wondering if God is doing anything, I think people that God is not sitting back watching the world unfold as it may. To me, here in Ezekiel chapter 34, we see God's character revealed as a God who is active, who is moving. And this God that we read about is a shepherd who is gathering and forming his flock. I think we forget sometimes that God is actually active in doing things, <laughs> when we, especially when we fail to see what God is doing. Sometimes we just can't see it. But here in Ezekiel 34, we're to be encouraged that God is active. God is doing, doing all of these things on behalf of his sheep. And it's actually now the, the latter part of this list that I'd like to um, look at with you all because there's a transition that happens in who God is talking to in these verses of who, um, who he's talking to. So the focus shifts from what God will do in response to the shepherd's neglect and now in verses 20 through 24, it turns to towards the sheep themselves. Okay, so all is not well in the flock, actually. So he gathers them all up, all of them. And then there's, there's some things that happen after that. In verses 20 through 22, God says, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep because you shove with flank and shoulder, butting all the weak sheep with your horns until you have driven them away I will save my flock, and they will no longer be plundered. I will judge between one sheep and another. There it is. The I will judge, I will save, I will judge. Sometimes I get a little nervous when I think about God's judgment. Do you ever get nervous? Maybe just me. I get caught up in these weird distorted images of God that aren't actually true. Like, are they? You know, when we talk about God and judging and we're kind of like, whoa, as Christians, we're like, that is not the, like, <laughs> first thing we want to broadcast to people. Our God is a judge. It's not super catchy. Um, but here in Ezekiel chapter 34, we are reminded that the shepherd's ability and willingness to rightly judge, to rightly decide on a controversy, to rule over cases of dispute or wrongdoing, that is essential for the well-being of the sheep. God's ability and willingness to judge 
is essential for the well-being of his sheep, particularly for the well-being of his vulnerable sheep. Remember, God judges because the fat sheep have hurt the vulnerable sheep and they failed in their duty to be sheep, nice sheep to each other. (laughs) Whatever their duty is. I don't really know exactly what the duty is. But lest we have too dainty a picture of a shepherd in our mind's eye, because sometimes I like the idea of God as shepherd that is kind of, um, it's really just soft. (laughs) It's like cozy and it's welcoming. Like I like to think about Jesus as a good, as the good shepherd that is like tender and caring. Um, But Ezekiel reminds us that the care of the shepherd that tenderness and welcome and invitation, that gathering in, the care of the shepherd is incomplete without the justice of the shepherd. Just as the justice of the shepherd is incomplete without his care. Ezekiel proclaims a God who punishes, who judges, but as a part of forming the people into a community that can be in relationship with God and can be in relationship with one another. Earlier before chapter 20, he's saying to the sheep, you're like grazing to the big fat sheep. You're grazing on this land, and then you trample it down, and you're drinking the water, and then you go ahead and muddy it. And then these lean sheep, their grass is trampled. Their water is muddied. No. (laughs) That's not how it's going to be. God judges because these fat sheep have been hurting these vulnerable ones, and God cares for his vulnerable sheep. I will judge, God says. I will save. I will judge. (sighs) To have a shepherd that is both just and caring. Oh, to have a shepherd who puts things right. Who reorders that which has been disordered. Who identifies with those who suffer. Who offers home to those displaced. Who heals the vulnerable, wounded ones that have been neglected by their leaders. Oh, to have a shepherd who strengthens the weak, who binds up the injured. Do you know anyone who is looking for or in need of a shepherd like that? I think sometimes I can like see it in people's eyes You know, you can, like, see the vulnerability when you look in their eyes. And we need our good shepherd to come there. And we, as God's people, we, as God's people, get to embody God's mercy, God's care to these people, to the vulnerable ones. In verses 23 through 24, God goes on to say, I will place over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he will tend them. He will tend them and be their shepherd. I, the Lord, will be their God. And my servant David will be prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. On this Christ the King Sunday, we we acknowledge and we celebrate that this one shepherd, Jesus, has come. It's like God has handed off the shepherd baton or something. He wanted his 
there to be a shepherd among his flock. And so Jesus came with justice and with care. And as we look forward now to this season of Advent, we await Jesus' second coming because the Bible says that he has promised to come again, our good shepherd Jesus. And today, as I said a couple weeks ago, well, you know, Jesus came and Jesus is coming again. That's what we celebrate in Advent. And today, Jesus comes in our hearts. And that's true again today. So I'm going to tell you all again today. (laughs) Jesus comes today to our hearts. And you'll recognize this shepherd by his good judgment and by his merciful care. He knows the vulnerable places in our hearts and in our lives. He knows the fat sheep places too. Because we all have wronged someone. We've hurt someone who's been vulnerable. And we've been wronged by others. We all have those places within us. And today Jesus comes with justice and care and he comes with forgiveness today. Forgiveness for ourselves and enough forgiveness for us to extend to one another, the ones who have hurt us. Maybe they hurt us a long time ago and we have to like keep asking Jesus for more forgiveness for them. You see, God is forming us, Abby Way. God is forming us to be a people who are just, a people who are caring, a people who are forgiving, a people who are salt and light, people of character, of mercy, who take after their shepherd, King Jesus, who are attentive to the vulnerable. He's forming us to be those people who can be entrusted with the care of his vulnerable ones. And as we've learned this past year, those vulnerable ones are the the hungry, the thirsty, the stranger, the naked, the sick, the prisoner. May we trust our good shepherd today. He shows us the way. Amen. Amen.